Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Tuesday, November 21st. Wide and spacious love. Today's reading, Joshua 2, 1-7. through Message Translation. Joshua, son of Nun, secretly sent out from Shittim two men as spies. Go look over the land. Check out Jericho. They left and arrived at the house of a harlot named Rahab and stayed there. The king of Jericho was told, We've just learned that men arrived tonight to spy out the land. They're from the people of Israel. The king of Jericho sent word to Rahab, Bring out the men who came to you to stay the night in your house. They're spies. They've come to spy out the whole country. The woman had taken the two men and hidden them. She said, Yes, two men did come to me, but I didn't know from where they came. At dark, when the gate was about to be shut, the men left, but I have no idea where they went. Hurry up, chase them. You can still catch them. She had actually taken them up on the roof and hidden them under the stalks of flax that were spread out for her on the roof. So the men gave chase down the Jordan Road towards the forts. As soon as they were gone, the gate was shut. This is God's word. The name Rahab comes from words that mean wide or spacious, which is perhaps fitting when looking at the scope of this story. Rahab had three strikes against her that makes her role here a bit unlikely. Strike one, she was a woman in a patriarchal world. Strike two, she was a prostitute. Strike three, possibly the biggest strike of them all, she was a pagan Canaanite. Anyone doing math here should see that this is an easy strikeout, you're off the field type situation. Yet here we do not read the tale of someone who's done, whose story is over. We get to see her wit, grit, and boldness all at play as she rescues these spies and throws her lot in with them at great risk to herself. Her exact situation and status in society were the very things that God chose to use in this moment. And it's through these circumstances in this story that salvation is brought to her household in every sense of the word, as she is woven into the family of God and given a new destiny. Through her story, we can start to hear whispers of the broader story of God. We get a glimpse of how wide and spacious his love is, a love that is not limited by gender, occupation, or nationality. It is a love that expands beyond borders and circumstances as it seeks to weave all people into the greater story of redemption. Even, or maybe especially, those we humans might think are the least likely of all. What stands out to you about Rahab's story? What moments have you felt disqualified from God's story? Perhaps by others? Perhaps by yourself? Lord, how easy it is for us to stop at the headline, featuring in biblical lore too often, manly men dominating the show. Lead me beyond such headlines, writ large and bold to the hidden figures in the byline in the fine print, without whom the story would never have been told, nor we here to tell it, or to hear it, or to live it. Tamar, Rahav, Ruth, Bathsheba, Miriam, 
Help me not to brush by them or their stories, no matter how unsavory or scandalous the details at times, as they frequently weathered the abuse and domination of an all-too-often heavy and abusive male hand rising up as true mothers in Israel, rising to rock the cradle of the world, the new heavens and the new earth, in which justice and mercy meet through the one born in Bethlehem on one starry, starry night. Through your mercies, 